Hi, everybody. Thanks for subscribing to St. Misbehaven. There is no new episode this week. It's a biweekly podcast, but we did want to give you a sample of our Patreon exclusive sideshow, Ain't Mythbehaven. This is a podcast where we kind of flip the script on the St. Misbehaven podcast, and I explain a story from mythology to Anna, and we have some fun with that instead of talking about saints. But if you enjoy St. Misbehaven, I think you'll enjoy this podcast very much as well. We, we tackle different mythologies from all over the world, Norse mythology, Greek mythology, and this week we get into the Chinese folktale of Pangu. This is a Chinese creation myth. I thought it would be fun to do one after subjecting Anna and our loyal Patreon subscribers to a number of, of end-of-the-world myths. I thought it'd be fun to do a creation myth. So we dive into Pengu, who is a really cool dude who was born in an egg with the rest of the universe and did some really great stuff like lifting up the sky and making humans. And this is a clip from that episode where we dive into one of the regional stories about Pangu. This is from one ethnicity within China has specific myths about Pangu. And this is just a brief production about that where Pangu, after he makes the world, he decides to retire and become an expert rice farmer. And uh, which sounds like a really fun thing to do. Uh, but if you enjoy this, you can hear the whole episode by subscribing at our Patreon. Just go to Patreon dot com slash St. Misbehaven pod. Or if you don't want to do a monthly subscription, uh, but you do want to help support the show, you can just leave us a tip at Kofi.com. Uh, just look for QED Comedy Lab and the links for both of those sites are in the episode description. So thanks again for listening and uh, have an epic day. Bye, everybody. So the Bouye people, mm-hmm. which I think I'm not saying that. I looked that Probably up. Probably not. I no. Yeah. <laughs> We've just come to accept that, like, nothing that you say is going to sound correct. No, I, that's very fair. <laughs> so the Bouye people are, are native indigenous people in China. Mm-hmm. They're an ethnic group living in southern mainland China. There's about two and a half million of them, and they're the 11th largest of the 56 ethnic groups recognized by the PRC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're one of the oldest peoples in China, living in the area for more than 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they've, they've been there for a while. They have a specific mythology mm-hmm. around Pangu. And it is that according to their mythology, th- that Pangu became an expert in rice farming after creating the world. Oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> more fun for him than just dying. I think so, too. I like the idea that in his retirement, he just became a really, like, he <laughs> into rice farming. And he just, he's People just like, People get oh. hobbies when they retire. I know. You know? I think that's great. It's good for him. I like the idea yeah. of him just having a little hut on the edge of a rice paddy, <laughs> going out every day with his, his coffee or his cup of tea, just looking at his rice paddies. Just like, yeah, it's nice. This is the life. This is better than the egg, for sure. You know what? This is why I created the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the simple pleasure. Coming out here every day, surveying the yeah. Looking at my rice paddies, getting really into it, like diff- cultivating different types of rice, 
So do you think yeah. he'd started off like just enjoying planting the rice and then like one day he was like, I wonder what happens if I lick this? And then like, <laughs> he just started eating it. You think he wasn't eating the rice? Bit, well, I mean, you know, as a supreme being, did he need Maybe. sustenance? I guess not. But yeah, but according to these people's mythology, he became an expert rice farmer. I like that he's an expert rice farmer too. Mm. He's not just, he's he's not no just amateur. dabbling in it. Yeah. Yeah. He really got into it. Like he's... <laughs> very specific about he is the go-to like you don't ask anyone else for their advice that's the thing right and he'll he'll just he'll 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 talk your ear off about rice farming too (laughs) he'll just he's got all kinds of he's all like long grain basmati jasmine (laughs) everything he's got it all brown Brown. rice white rice nice yeah well fuck him for brown rice because that stuff it just i i tried eating brown rice (laughs) for a while and i was just like i don't need that negativity in my life like yes it's healthier but just white rice is so much nicer <laughs> well maybe yeah but i guess i don't know i like brown rice we get like brown basmati rice for most things mm. I think we just kind of well don't ever serve it to me <laughs> <laughs> Fair. All right, all right. so far you never have so keep that up <laughs> uh, so anyways risotto anyways so oh the best one <laughs> that's the best one actually no paella is pretty good yeah paella is good so uh so after creating the world he becomes a rice farmer and he marries the daughter of the dragon king what <laughs> <laughs> where are all these people coming from <laughs> i don't know it's 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 vague at best <laughs> where are these people are coming from but so the dragon king who is i, I love it it's like i had everything you know i created the universe i became an expert in rice but i i needed to love yeah that's beautiful that is yeah who's yeah. the dragon king tell me more about him <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the dragon king also known as the dragon god is the chinese water and weather god okay he because is the five dragons famously breathe water and water. weather <laughs> All right, you know what? <laughs> dragons can do lots of things, okay? Yeah, okay. Sorry for <laughs> underestimating dragons again. <laughs> yeah, he is the zoomorphic representation of Yang, uh, uh, masculine okay. power of Gross. generation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he is uh, he's the king of the four seas. You know, he's just, he's a... Uh... He sounds like, to be fair, the only person whose child would be a match for Pangu. Right, yeah. I mean, he's just... Like they're in the he... same kind of social circle. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I think he's kind of like the Zeus of the Chinese pantheon, but it says okay. here that he he answers to the Jade Emperor, oh. who is the first god in Taoist theology. So. Okay. So yeah, so he marries the daughter of the Dragon King. Mm. Doesn't say what her name is. Of course. Couldn't find that. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. She's just a woman. Uh, always just referred to as the daughter of the Dragon King. Great. And it was their union. <laughs> I mean, that gave to be rise... fair, the Chinese phrase for daughter of Dragon King might be a nice sounding word. Oh, I bet it is. Mm. Yeah, never know. <laughs> but, but it's lucky that you haven't found that because you would destroy it by trying to pronounce yes. it. <laughs> you know, what, I'm going to be honest with you. I did find it, and I looked at it and I was like, yeah. Did you not know want to put us through that. That's... I have too much respect for the Dragon King and his daughter to yeah. mispronounce their name. To, to sully uh, their names, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So their union gave rise to the uh, Bouye people. 